studio. I'm your host, Alex DeBoard. As always, my main man, Nick Wilson, and Cody Watson's in the house tonight. This has been a fun night already, and we're ready to kick it up and kick it down. This boy coming on can surely shoot, and he's getting ready to talk about it. Y'all stay tuned, pull up a chair, and set a while. Nicholas, when we started doing the old podcast, I didn't expect we'd have the uh, 2020 winner of the GON Truck Buck Contest coming to us so fast, but uh, man, I can't wait to get him on here and talk about it a while. It's going to be a fun time for sure. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. This is going to be a good one, man. Fine young man. If anybody's listened back to the previous episode where we came back from the GON Outdoor Blast, the guy was good to talk to. Tifton's Nerv- on. Nervous as a... Yeah, yeah, he was. Cat on uh, cat. <laughs> Tifton's own Logan Carlson won the 2020 Truck Buck Contest, beating out all the fellow competitors that he went up against, including Bone Collector's own T-Bone. We know he's a great shot, and uh, we know he's excited to get on here and uh, talk about it a while. So, Logan, welcome to Talk About It Outdoors. Thank you, y'all. I appreciate y'all having me on here tonight. Buddy, I know it's been an amazing experience for you to go through winning the contest and and. I think a lot of it may be lost in what people realize that you killed an amazing deer to get to that point. And we're going to get into all that tonight. And we appreciate you taking the time to come on with us and tell the story of uh, how you got there and where you've came from for sure. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate it. I'm glad, I'm glad to share it too. Everybody's been kind of pinging us and, and wanted to know who won it. I know over on the GON forum, there's been a lot of buzz about it. Your dad's been over posting on there. I saw he's, First one on the, on the list to support you, and uh, that was a great thing to see as well. Both your parents seem like they really support you a lot. Yes, sir, they do. They, they sure do. So take us back, Logan. I know it's been a, a, a terminus year for you and uh, what all you've went through to get to this point, but we're going to go all the way back to the first early days of where you got your hunting start and where you first began. So, so take us in on that journey, if you don't mind. Well, that, that definitely started with my dad. My dad had me in the woods since I was able to walk and carry me in deer stand with me. He let me bring my toy gun to the stand. Let me sit there and everything like shoot out of my toy gun to scare him off too. So he, he's the one who like got me into hunting for sure. But my granddad also took me a lot too. He died when I was in, I think, the seventh grade. But he he got, he was a big reason I got to hunting too. Now, did y'all so that's, mainly that's hunt? Really where it started. Did y'all mainly hunt around Tifton, or was you in clubs elsewhere? Well, see, we had we had family land in Camilla. Okay. For the longest time, that's where I kind of grew up hunting around and stuff too. Now, did it start with deer, or was it, you know, squirrels it was deer, or it was anything? Turkeys. It was deer, turkeys. I mean, I was shooting squirrels in the backyard, my baby gun from the time I could do that too. And that's really where it started. We, we, I really didn't get into duck, like duck hunting and stuff like that until I got older. And my dad was never really into duck hunting, to be honest. Logan, where, uh, whereabouts is Tiffin, Tifton for the listeners that don't know? Tifton's about like 45 miles north of Valdosta. It's kind of where Valdosta is, all, all right, right off 75. And where's that Camellia? Did you say Camellia? Yeah, Cam- Camilla is like in like southwest Georgia, kind of back that way. Over towards well, the Albany. Albany, yeah. Oh, below. You tell he's from South Georgia because he said Albany. I was hoping he'd is say Is it below that. Albany? Yes, sir. Okay. That's where Worth County is too, right? 
Yes, sir. It is. That's where they've been hammering those big deer down there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh boy, on a big deer in Worth County. Yeah. So, did you guys, when you guys grew up hunting over there, did you guys camp and all that stuff? Well, my my grandma actually, that's actually where my dad grew up was Camilla, and my my mimi and my papa lived over there. So we we'd always just stay with them and stuff like that. We go there and hunt for a couple of days. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. These fools over here just got in a fight. <laughs> Broke oh, eight pin. Right. I heard. <laughs> Hit me with eight pin right in the chest. So, at what age did you? What age were you able to shoot your first deer? Whether it was a doe or buck or what was it? My first, my first deer, I was six when I killed it. My rifle. Six years old. What kind of rifle? Yes, sir. It was a, it was a break barrel two twenty three single shot. Mm, I thought he was going to say a two forty three, like what's that old story. My first rifle was a two forty three. So, well, take it was, us, a, it was a little, it was a little button buck guy. Well, hey, that's your first deer at six year old. That's pretty oh, I good. I, killed, I, I was, I was happy about it too. I'll tell you that. I'll never forget it. What was the, uh, what was the story behind it? Take us through it. I mean, I know it's, it's probably been a long time ago, and I'm well, sure you remember it. My dad got me that gun for like my birthday, I think that year, and my birthday's October first. So it was like two weeks before rifle season came in and my dad took me to this place we used to be in the hunting club in worth county and uh it was like a, it, was, it was probably the best place to this day that i've ever hunted i mean every time you went you'd see over 10 deer every single stand you went through it was right there by the river too and uh we went that afternoon and we had a couple of does come out there too far for me to shoot though and like right before dark one came out real close Right, well, that's 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 why I was a bummer because I thought it was a doe. It was like right at dark when I shot it, and I shot it, and uh, me and my dad climbed down and blood trailed it. I'll never forget that. And went up there and found it. it was just like one of the most happiest moments of my life, honestly. Is that the deer that you killed that you got to go to um, the outdoor blast before? No, sir. No, sir. No. Run us through that deer because you kind of spoke about that before we got on the air. Well, that deer. I killed him when I was in seventh. I think I was twelve with my bow. He was actually at six points. He ended up he, he ended up uh, netting one sixteen, one of the biggest six points we ever had on camera. And that was actually at my grandma's land in Camilla too. Wow! And me, me and my dad went on like a Sunday afternoon. I had school the next morning too. And like we saw the deer come out, we had pictures of him too. We saw him come out at the very back end of the peanut field we were hunting. We were in like a double lock on in the, like an old oak tree right on the edge of the peanut field. And right at dark, he came right to us. And I couldn't even see through my peach sight when I pulled back on him. And I was like on my knees, on, like on the platform in the lock on. Because I was trying to shoot below a limb and stuff. It was like, I'm back, I could see there's horns and everything. But I shot and I hit him perfect too. I double lunged and there's blood all in the peanuts and everything. So that night, it, there, there was like a, like a big storm was supposed to be coming that night. But for some reason, it held off. And but we thought it was going to come by, so we went ahead and started tracking the deer. And when we started tracking, we jumped, we ended up jumping the deer, and he uh he just took off. So we stopped right then. We went back to my grandma's place. And got, we we got a dog there that tracked a couple deer before that. His name was Smokey, and we brought him back over there. Smokey went in there, took us straight to the deer, and then like six hundred yards in that thicket, we found him that night. What year was that? I, th- I think that was two thousand. 14 if i'm not mistaken what bow were you shooting then i was shooting like a, a matthews craze i think is what it was called craze a craze yeah that craze okay <clears throat> i don't remember that it was a 
Was it a youth? But it was bow? like a kid's bow, right? Yeah, it was a youth. Oh. Thought thought that's what it was. So did that kind of spark an interest for you to stay into bow hunting or did you just kind of bounce oh, around sure. with the seasons? For sure. That that definitely sparked an interest. I and I'd killed deer with my bow before that. But my dad has always been a huge bow hunter. He used to go to Illinois every single year. My dad killed some monsters too. I'm talking drop times, everything. Might but, get uh, Where's old dad at? We may have to get him on. Give us some pointers. I, 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 I'm gonna tell you something about my dad. My dad has killed some monsters. I promise you. Like my dad's a my dad's a way better hunter than I am. He just doesn't go that much anymore. Do you think that that growing up with your dad and seeing you know him kill those big deer did that spark a, an interest in you to want to I, I, chase I, I mean, those my deer? Dad, my, Oh, for sure. I mean, I've, my dad's been my hero since like, I mean, since day one. I mean, for, I mean, I always looked up for him for that. I mean, that's why I love it so much because of my dad. Now, going to your hunting clubs in uh, Camilla and then hunting around home in Tifton, did you ever think that you'd have an opportunity to kill the deer that you've been able to? Not, not in Georgia. I didn't think so. Right. And what? When did you first really get into killing the big bucks? I mean, you killed a one sixteen six pointer. That's a pretty good one for anybody. Well, and, are you saying like the first time like I ever I had an experience killing a big buck before? Yeah, go take us through that. That was that was the I, I was actually the second deer I ever killed, I think, and it was a hundred forty inch eight point on that same lease we used to be in a long time ago in Worth County. And I shot him with that same bull break barrel two twenty three. I think it was the next year I was seven when I killed him. It was the very next hunting season after I killed my first year. You've been a bug. That was the that was the biggest one I ever killed. I see a trend developing here, Nick. Have you been out of state yet? I've been to Illinois. I actually went to Illinois last year with my roommate. And the, the second year I ever killed my bow was in Illinois with my dad when I was in fourth grade. I think I was ten. How big was it? One ninety? <laughs> no, it was a it, it was a doe. I just shot a doe. We had a doe tag. Oh my goodness! Well, it's I, I hear a trend developing here, Nick, on what the boys do, and he's definitely been laying down some big deer for a long time. So, well, hey, everybody wants to hear the story about the the deer that got you to the GON Outdoor Blast, and I want you to start us from the point that you found that deer till the point that you actually were able to start hunting the deer, and then of course the harvest of it. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, originally. I told you about that family land we had in Camilla, you know? Yep. So we sold that two and a half years ago and got that new place in Rebecca. My dad and my uncle did together. And right when we got there, before we, like, right when we closed on it, we immediately, me and my daddy immediately started throwing up trail cameras. And the, the very first trail cam picture we checked and the first camera, had it had that deer on there. That was the very first picture on the camera. And so... Like, I, I, I went in there and hung a, a rock on with Daddy, like, a couple of days later and just let it sit, and we fed it, came back, hunted him, never got a picture of him again that year until, like, the rut. He was moving around. A bunch of people around there had pictures of him, too, and stuff. And so I, hunt, I hunted the rest of that season, didn't see him one time, and this past season came, and we had a bunch of pictures of him, like, during the summer and before the season, and I came back, I came back from Statesboro, because I was actually going to school at Georgia Southern last year this time. I came back from Statesboro. Like the first weekend of both season, I hunted him Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon didn't see him. And I left for Statesboro and went back Sunday afternoon, and he came out Sunday afternoon right in front of my lock on, on camera. Mm. And so he didn't show up again after that, though, until the last week of October. And 
I came home from I was, I was gonna come home that weekend because I was like the first cold like cold week close to the rut. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I always like I always like to hunt that very last week of October, that very first week of November, just because like these deer around here where I where I hunt at they, they rut like last week of October, first couple weeks of November, and so I uh I came back that Thursday morning. My dad sent me a picture. He checked the trail camera and, and Doc had actually walked out at like 9.52 that morning. It was like 70 degrees that morning. This was like right before the cold front came in. And I was like, good God. I was like, if he's back there at, if he's back there at 9.52 in the morning when it's 70 degrees, he's definitely like on a hot day right now back there. So I, right when I, I got back at like 2 and went straight to the stand when I got back, I, I sprayed down with like scent free and everything and went straight to the stand. Got in it with my rifle and, uh, I didn't see a single deer that afternoon. It was like really hot and stuff too, you know. But when I was walking out though at dark, I went until it got like pitch black dark to walk out to. And when I was walking out, a doe ran right across me when I was walking out right across the road and the buck was right behind, right behind her grunting, chasing her the whole entire time. I was like 20 yards from too. They didn't see me or anything. And so I, I, was, I was like, I'm just going to slip out of here and come back in the morning. I went home that afternoon or that night. Like, all my buddies were asking me to come hang out with them and stuff like that. And I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep early tonight and wake up in the morning because I, I got that big deer in there. So I, I woke up that morning at like 4.30 or 5 on the dot. And I think it was getting light back then. This is like first week and like last week, of October, first week of November. So I think it was getting light around like 6.15 back then. And, uh, I went that morning, I got in there, I didn't use a flashlight or anything, I was real quiet, I didn't get on my phone when I got in the stand, I sat there for like an hour, and right at daylight, a, a buck stepped out at the very end of the food plot, and I thought it was him too, and I looked through my binoculars, and it was just a little four point, so I put my binoculars down, and the four point, he just sat there and ate in the food plot for a while, and he wrapped back around me on my right side. I was in, I was I was basically in like a like a hardwood like a hardwood bottom that had a little food plot in it. And he wrapped back around my right side, came over there and bedded down like twenty five yards to my right. So I just I kind of just quit paying him attention because I kept hearing deer back to my left and stuff. And uh, I kept hearing that fourth one. I kept looking over and he'd be looking at me and stuff like that and like walking around in circles. And I I quit paying I quit paying him attention after that. And but I kept hearing like something to my right, so I looked to my right again. I saw a deer with his head down. I couldn't tell what it was. I thought it was the four point, honestly. But I could see a G two coming off the deer's right side, but I was like, there ain't no way that's a four point. And it was dark. He he lifted his head up and looked dead at me, that that right right in the eye. And that was the first time I'd ever seen him too, like in person. I'd only had trail cam pictures of him, and he was coming right to me. He was probably like sixty five yards too, and uh. He made his way to me like real slowly, and I, I had my rifle laid across my lap, and I'm right-handed, so it was like my barrel was like to my pointed to my left. He was coming from my right, like coming straight to me, and he was close. So I, I didn't like immediately move and adjust and stuff. He, he ended up getting like 20 yards to my right, and like stopped, and he started like acting like something was up. He started trying to smell me, and he was trying to get downwind of me, and it almost was. So I like I flipped my gun around, grabbed it when he turned back and looked behind him and I, I was like, I, I was in like a free handed position too. Cause he was like, oh, behind, like over my right shoulder, kind of like behind me. And I shot him right there at like 17 yards and he ran 
30 yards and piled up, and I walked right over there to him. I, like, saw him go down and everything. What did that deer wind up scoring? He grossed 172 and netted 168. Oh, laid the <laughs> now, he will fall in the rankings pretty high for that county, won't he? He was, he was actually, I, I, he, I believe he was number one in that county for wow. like a record typical. Wow. And he was a mainframe eight? He was a mainframe 10. Mainframe 10. Okay. And if you hadn't seen that deer, go over to, uh, go over to GON. You can, you can see him on the forum. I know that's been shared on that and you can actually see it on, I'm sure on your social media and, and get some pictures of it and we'll get some and share it out on ours. Logan, did you realize what you had taken once you shot it? How big it was? I re- I really didn't because I honestly I I thought he, me I tried to like score in my head you know just just a guess and I I was thinking he was like mid one fifties honestly and when I walked down there to him though and saw him on the ground that was the very first picture I took of him too was when he was like just right there dead on the ground I knew he was bigger than one fifty five at least pretty uh pretty exciting to pull pull up and. <laughs> I mean, oh, it, I, was, it, I, I it was. I shot like, a one fifty, and then he scores in the one one seventies. What was your next moves after that? Did you guys? I mean, I know you probably called your dad. I guess right away, right? I was, I was the very first person I called was my dad. Yeah, was he? Was he? Was he at work? He was just fixing to get on the conference call that morning. Actually, gotcha. So who helped you get it out? That's that's funny. I actually helped my uh this this uh, lady named Kim Pate. I'm her daughter is one of my best friends. Name's Ali Pate. Her mom and her came and helped me drag that deer out and like load him up on the truck and stuff. There was nobody else there to help me at all. So what was it like after that? Where'd you go? Did you ride around town, school? What'd you do? I took him. I took him straight to the to the processor in, in Turner County. I didn't. I I, I I showed like two people in Rebecca that day. But I didn't ride him around everywhere. Gotcha. I, I, I didn't want him to spoil or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then it started getting hot that morning too. Did you uh, immediately kind of have an idea in your mind that you were going to have an opportunity to enter him into a, tr- a truck buck contest? Not immediately. Not immediately, but I, I mean, the day after, though, I did, though, my dad was talking to me about it. And talk us through that process. So, and, and I guess for anyone that's listening that may have the opportunity to harvest a deer of that caliber that could be a truck buck contest participant if they're subscribed to GON, talk us through that process so they'll understand it. Well, it, well, what 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 exactly do you mean by like by that right so there? So, what's your first move? Is, is is it to contact somebody and let them know, hey, I think I've got a potential to enter in here, or do that's, you? That's what I did. I contacted Mister. I think his name's Darby, but I, I contacted him, and uh, or my, my me and my dad did actually because we subscribed to you, and I said you enter in the contest. But when I shot it, I contacted him, and I said I think I got a deer that can win that week. I ended up getting scored by Bill Cooper. Uh, he's like a he's like a wildlife biologist in Tiffin. He scored him. He, he scores him for GON too, and that's how I entered him like that. And that so they they entered it for you at that point. Yes, sir. Okay, so they put it in, and then when do you get the phone call that about the dates? Because you I know the dates changed for the for the actual blast. And so when did it, when did it change or when did you start getting phone calls about it to line it up? I, I started getting phone calls and I think it was a month after deer season ended. Okay. But I, but I think it was like, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was either February or March because we had to go up there and score them again. Uh, okay. I, so, didn't have, I didn't have time. 
So you, what, what do you think? You have to take him to somewhere else to have him scored before before you're ever entered into the contest. Yes, sir. You do. Okay. I believe so. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, well, I would assume you do. You got to bring them all together. And when you found out you yes, won sir. that week, did you get pretty excited? Uh, I got very excited. I did. I mean, I remember the first time it, I, I felt the same exact way. He's done it twice. He probably wasn't too excited, or he probably wasn't as excited as the first time. I just, I just knew what to expect in it this time. It wasn't the GON Outdoor Blast when you shot the first time, correct? I believe it still was. Oh, was it? It, it was. It, it was held in Perry though that year. Okay, I thought it used to be the Buckarama. The Buckarama and the the GON used to be one and the same, and then they they banded off. And of course, the Buckarama is doing its own thing now. And, Gotcha. I think it was, I, but I think it was like 2012. Maybe they split off, or I don't know the exact dates on it. But it used to be together, and then Gon split off from them, and they started having the Buckarama as its own entity. So, did you go ahead? I was just going to say, when did you start preparing for the shoot? When? How did you know? Did, thought, they, did they tell you which air rifle you're going to be shooting, or which style? Or I think they said which style it was going to be. And then my buddy's dad had the same exact gun. So I, I borrowed it from him and started practicing. Like, I think I practiced for three or four weeks before the shootout. Okay. I just wanted to get fresh with the gun. I didn't want to sit there and practice the whole entire summer and then get up there and get nervous and miss, you know. I just wanted to get a feel for the gun, see how it shot, and then try not to get nervous in there. Now, we're going to go into the, to the day of or the day before. Did you come to the show before – the Sunday shoot, or did you just come that Sunday morning? No, sir. I came before. I came to, to uh, put my deer up there on the wall. Okay. So you came and hang your deer and got a look at the course. Did you have any idea about who the competition was going to be at that time? I knew T-Bone was going to be in it because I, I keep up with T-Bone on Instagram. I always have. Right. And I, I, I knew he killed those two big deer in Georgia last year, so I knew he was going to be in it. And I saw I saw on GON where he won his week, too. Now, when that that thought went into your head, I know you've been a follower of T Bones for a while. Did it get you kind of a little bit nervous, get in your head a little bit, or did you just kind of no? It got me. I mean, it, it got me excited. I, I wanted to meet T Bone bad. I've always wanted to meet him. I'm, I, I've watched people like him, Michael Waddell, Bill Jordan, Will Primos, people like that since I've been a kid. That's what I've looked up to and stuff. And people like that. Now you come to the show. You're there Sunday morning. Did you sleep at all Saturday hang on, night? Hang on, let's back up real quick. He was there Saturday on his walk out. Who did you stop and talk to? I saw him talk to T-Bone. No, no, I'm talking about Saturday. Saturday, Saturday before. I, you... I saw him talk to y'all that day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in there. <laughs> I saw the T-Bone right before I came to y'all's booth. Though, and talked uh, to y'all before I left. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was there on Saturday. Yeah, he came, he came just to look at the course and stuff, I thought. Okay, but, okay. Yeah, I didn't see him on Saturday. I, I knew either. he was there on Sunday. I didn't either. He might have slipped in. Probably did. Logan's got that inside connection with mm-hmm. him now. Yeah. Did they did they tell you guys what to practice? Like what how far to stand, how far the shot was gonna be? I I think they did they did put that online. I I, I figured it was gonna be the exact same way it was before though. And it, I, I knew people who shot in, in the past and stuff too. And it was the exact same way? Yes, sir, it was. Except I don't know for what reason the very first round the last time I shot in it though was always at thirty feet. And we just started off at 45 this time. Do you think it was because you were shooting in the junior division then? It might it might have been. But we shot the same gun, though, 
in the right. junior division back then as yeah. we shot this past time. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, you good on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Good, Nick. <laughs> so we, we go into Sunday, and did you sleep at all Saturday night? Oh, yes, sir. I did. I actually went to uh, the Jason Aldean concert with my mom and my dad that night in Atlanta. Go to Jason Aldean concert on a Saturday night before the biggest shoot out of your life. Buddy, you got nerves of steel, ice, ice in your veins. Oh, that no, is. I just love Jason Aldean. My dad asked me if I wanted to go because he was playing up there. I wanted to hear him. So, I, I mean, so we had get, a good time, too. So, you get there Sunday morning, and, you, you know, did the nerves start racking on you at that point? It, they did a little bit, but I'll be honest with you, I really didn't get that nervous until the very last the very last shot was when I got when I got nervous. Now you see all the other competitors that are there, and I guess it starts dwindling down and getting to your you're down to the lead eight, you're down to you know the final four, and I know it's down to you and you and T Bone were actually in a shoot off at the end, correct? Or was did he get put out? Yes, sir. No, T Bone was in at the end with me. So you're there and you're there, I think there was, there was two other guys yeah, there was, two at the end. Yeah, there was two other guys, and T-Bone actually missed before the other two guys did. So, yes, sir. And y'all, y'all didn't even make it to the eggs. Well, no, we didn't. What was that? It was the, the mini seat. was the very last one we shot at 60 feet. 60 feet, break a pigeon, win a truck. A small pigeon. It, I think it was a blessing. I know that. So when it happened, did it? I mean, you, you realized you had won. Did it sink in? It did. It it, it really did. I, I when that guy when that guy shot at the end, I, I couldn't tell for sure if he missed or not. And I wanted to, I wanted to see why like, the judge. You know, when he went up there and looked at it, I wanted to, I wanted to make. And he'd always say whenever when somebody missed, he'd point and say they missed. And I just want I just wanted to see that just for clarification. Right. All right, so you get over and you get to look at that truck and, and get inside it for the first time and realize it's yours. And, and I know you've said when we had you on the other show uh, at, the, at the actual Outdoor Blast what a blessing it was to you, but why don't you tell us and, and everybody that's listening out here what was in your pocket that day? Oh, my papa's buck. I was in my pocket that day. The buck I gave my mom, actually, before he died. And I, before every round, I said a prayer, and I drove that buck I right before I went up there and shot. Awesome. And it's, I mean, I, try, I truly believe that's the reason why that it, it, it fought in the place for me like it did was because of that, too. You carry that Buckeye every time you go hunting? Not every time I go hunting because I don't ever, ever want to lose that Buckeye, and I'll lose it if I go hunting. Yeah. you like me. You put something in your pocket, it's falling out. Oh, it will. Yes, sir. Well, you got one tied out for the upcoming season? I got a couple good deer. I mean – I got a, I got some eight and nine points that are pushing Pope and Young. I just, I'm still looking for some there. I want, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, I don't want to kill nothing. I, I know I killed a, like a, a good, really, a really good deer this year, but I don't want to kill nothing like real small anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm burning them, son. I, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm mad at them. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. No, slickhead. Go ahead, stand there, scrub buck. See what happens. No, I'm, I'm definitely going. I'm definitely going. going to shoot some slick heads up in the morning of both season. Oh, for sure. Down there, Tifton. If you start shooting them, you better get them to the truck quick. They're going to be hot. I, I, that's, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Y'all got a problem with hogs down there? And, and, and Rebecca, we have a huge problem actually, and it's about to get bad too because when they plant peanuts and they got all this, they got all this ag out right now. The hogs really aren't that bad. But when they, when they pick peanuts and they pull corn and 
cut wheat and everything else, that's when the hogs move back in, like, my hunting land and stuff and just terrorize feeders and stuff like that. Need to get some boys down there with some thermals to take care of them hogs. Oh, I shoot them. I've, I've got, my dad's actually got a thermal. I shoot them a good bit. That's awesome. You well, tur- you turkey hunt down there? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's turkey hunting's probably been my favorite hunting since I've been alive, honestly. Well, Nick, there my you go. Let, let, talk talk to him about his turkey hunting. <laughs> we done heard about his trucks. Let's talk about his turkey hunting. They need to well, do I actually, this this year, I, this past year, I bought a video camera. A Canon video camera. I actually started video on my turkey hunt this year. I got a couple on video on my Instagram. But uh, Rebecca, we, we, we turkey hunt Rebecca a good bit, but we try not to kill more than, like, two birds on each piece of property we turkey hunt. Just, just to, like, save the, like, the numbers and stuff you know what i'm saying of course i never shoot over the limit anyway just because i mean i always want there to be turkeys here i want my kids to, be able to hunt turkeys one day and stuff too so i'm not going to be ever going to be greedy about nature and stuff like that you know what i'm saying hey, where'd you <laughs> go? I mean, where are you at you said there you got he's wanting to he's talk greedy. turkeys let's go he's thinking about I, it I, 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 I mean i'll keep talking about turkeys i, How, I, just, I was just gonna see if y'all are still there I was, you, I was just have you been out of state yet I haven't been outside for turkey. Yeah, are you looking but to I go? Have for, I have for deer. I would, I would, I'd love to go to North Dakota and hunt turkeys up there. Yeah, on Miriam's. Yeah, yeah. Nick just uh, went to South Dakota last this past year and got his butt whooped. Mm-hmm. Pretty. I'd love to do that. Those are some pretty birds up there, and they gobble. All, I hear they gobble all day long too. Yeah, they did gobble a good bit, man. But they uh, be ready to be ready to chase them. If you go, uh, that's what that's what it's all about. That's why I like it so much. Did your dad get you into turkey hunting? Oh uh, yes, sir. Yeah. He did. Your grandpa he also. Just be a big turkey. My, my grandpa really didn't turkey hunt as much as my dad did. You guys run any dogs but, down there of any sort? I my my family does. Like some of my cousins do. What kind? I've just never really been a big dog hunter to be honest. What kind? I don't even like bringing a dog duck hunt with me. You swim out there and get them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, what'd you say? I know. Do y'all just duck hunt? Y'all don't rabbit hunt or squirrel hunt or nothing? I, I mean, I, I rabbit hunt, squirrel hunt too. Yeah, I do it. I, I try to. Do, I try to do it all, whatever's in season. Yeah. Any? Uh, there's gators down there too, right? Lots of them. I can take you to a. I can take you to a ten and twelve footer right now if you're with me in Rebecca. Really? Well, I'm gonna put my tags in for Georgia now. <laughs> you don't hunt those. I real it, it takes a while. I hear it takes a while to draw a tag in Georgia now. Uh-huh. One of my dad's buddies does it. He said it would take about six years of drawing tags to draw one. Six seven uh, I years. Just, I just think I, I need to go ahead and do it though. Honestly, y'all got any armadillos down there? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> ton of them. I actually I actually killed two Sunday night. Yeah, and I was up there at my farm. Any other species of animal you're looking to those, go down there and hunt? Those dang things are so loud in the woods. They're moving up here in North Georgia now. Oh, no. You think a deer's coming? It'll be two armadillos. Mm-hmm. And nasty, golly, that's the ugliest critter I think I've ever killed in my life's so armadillo. Possum oh, on a half shell, ain't that what you say? Yeah. They're way worse than a possum, though, ugly-wise. They got that <clears throat> hair on that slick belly underneath there. Oof, just creeps me out. You guys process your own meat? No, sir. We don't process our own meat. Gotcha. We got this guy in Ashburn that does a really good job at it. Who does so your deer mounts do down that way? I actually let Chris Fortner do my deer mount, my deer mount on Doc, the deer I shot this past season. 
he's from I think I think he's from like Loganville. Yeah, up around that. That's who Jason uses. Yeah, we have Jason Lewis on. We've had him on for several episodes, and he's talked about Chris a lot. Have you talked to Chris? Chris? Have you talked to Chris lately? I, I talked to him right after I shot the deer. It's been a minute since I talked to him, but he did a really good job with my deer. Though. I mean, he made my deer look alive again. Well, f- well for anybody listening to this, and, and you included, make sure keep Chris and his family in your prayers because I think they're going through a little bit of a rough patch right now with his son again. So make sure everybody listens to this. He's a good dude and, and does a lot of quality work, and, and he's got a lot of following with uh, the hunting community. Make sure – Keep him in your prayers because I, I think they're having a, a rough go at some some health issues right now. With I think his son is is having some health issues again, so make sure everybody remember him. That listens here and uh, and Chris will do a fine job on it. We've actually been fortunate enough to have a couple of bucks mounted by Chris hanging in there, hanging in our studio here and got to look at, and he does a great job. So you'll be well pleased when you get it back. Yes, sir. So. What's next for you, Logan? I mean, what's the what's the horizon look for you? I know you're kind of coming down off, I guess, that high of winning the truck and the truck buck contest and all the buzz that's been around it. But what's what's next on the horizon for you? Where where are you headed now? I'm I, I'm right now. I'm just I'm just waiting on deer season. Is all I'm doing. I'm running trail cameras right now. I'm trying to get as many out as many places as I possibly can. Trying to find a big buck. You going out of state? <clears throat> you got any pl- uh, plans for out of state hunts or? I'm me and my dad are actually gonna hunt Illinois again this year. Gotcha. Any I hunted it last year with my roommate, but I'm me and my dad actually got the same lease as my roommate was this year, so we're gonna hunt that up up there this year. Gotcha. Is that what part of Illinois? I mean, it got to be uh, state wise. If, if but... you know, if you know where Quincy, Illinois is, I think it's it's, it's more central Illinois. Okay. Up near Champaign, up in that area. I, I believe so. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, it's, it's about two hours north of where we're at in southern. Okay. So there's some big deer in that area, and I and I can't wait to follow along with you what you do, you know, with with your future. Um, tell us what you're going to school for. I'm going to school for ag business right now, but I, I really, I really, honestly and truthfully, I don't know what I, exactly I want to do yet. To be completely honest with you, I'll I'm t- thinking about being a chemical. I'm trying to be a chemical sales rep. I'm sort of leaning towards that, but I honestly don't know yet. Sure, that's a good business to be in there with all the planning and and water treatment facilities like Cody's in the business of. I know the chemicals have got to be there. Yes, sir. I don't yes, know. Sir. I don't, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's a good business. I know it is. I don't know if you listened to it yet or not, Logan, but you should go listen to that episode we dropped this week with Jared Mills. Yes, sir. As deep a passion as you have for the outdoors, now that you're f- yes, fil- filming your own hunts. You should go listen to him and see what he says because they got like a they get, they run like an internship program uh, for that. That's med- something I might look into. I'd, <laughs> I'd love to do something like that. I mean, that's been my dream. Yeah, since I've been a kid to be a professional hunter, like on TV and stuff. I could see him fitting right in with that that group of guys. As humble a, an attitude as you've got about yourself, you you sound a lot like Jared, and and they have an internship program where they teach people how to hunt, and they've placed a lot of cameramen in the industry that got their starts as they went. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what Jared started as with, with Bill Winky. He started in 2008 calling him and uh, just a kid out of college, and he that's moved up there and started working with the him. The hunting public, too. That's where they got their start. Yep. Yes, sir. Check so, him out. I mean, that, that, 
What'd you say? Check him out. That's a good one. Midwest uh, Whitetails. If you hadn't followed along with Jared Mills already, you need to. It's a great uh, program. I have. So tell tell us about the pickup truck. All right, right like like I said, right now I, I parked it this past week because I've been driving. But I drove a bunch the very first week. I have. I what had kind it. of truck is it? <laughs> it's a it's a Trail Boss, a Chevrolet Trail Boss. Gotcha. Twenty twenty one. Four door. It's twenty twenty one, I believe. Yes, sir. Four door red leather. And it, it's not leather. No, sir. The Trail Bosses don't come in leather. Oh, okay. It's that tight woven cloth. It's supposed to be easier to clean. I don't know. That's what mine was. So they gave you the keys as soon as you won, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. I honestly didn't think that that's what was going to happen either. I thought I figured I was going to have to go pick the truck up. So all you got, all you got, all you guys had to do was get insurance on it, right? Yes, sir. I, I just got to pay the insurance on it. But I sold my I sold my truck before that the week before that shootout. So that's what I used. To, you knew to you were going to win, didn't you? He's like, right, I'm going to have a new truck next week. Yeah, I'm going to sell I mean, this. It ain't no big deal. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go ahead and sell this one. Ice cold, boys. Ice cold. He's got it. To be as humble as he is, he does have ice in his veins. Yeah. Well, that's most people that are humble. Yeah. They got that that cold nature about him. But you're a you're a, as warming and inviting a person to talk to that you could ask for, Logan. And we we appreciate that out of you for sure, man. Look, I, I appreciate it too. I'm not the best. Like, I'm not the best talker in the world and stuff like that either. But I appreciate y'all having me and stuff. So, Nick, you got a you got a couple of questions you always hit them with. So so go ahead and let's let's hear what uh hear what you got for Mr. Logan. Hmm. How am I going to run this one? I would ask him give a piece of advice for somebody that might go shooting the geo and outdoor truck blast, but many people may not get to do that. <laughs> what's what's one piece of advice, man, that you would give somebody, Logan, that um, I, I go ahead, go ahead. I, I tell them, I know exactly. I tell, I tell them, try your best to not whatever, whatever little mojo you got or whatever works for you. Try your best not to go in there and be nervous. Because I think I, I think that's the the easiest way people miss the target in that shootout is when they get nervous. Well, tell tell us a piece of advice that you just give just give a deer hunter man as as successful as as you've been at a young age. What's, what's, what keeps Logan Crossing humble out in the outdoors? Just always have a respect for the nature, first of all. Always just respect it and always just keep cameras up, keep your deer fed, take care of your land, take care of your stuff, especially if your dad gets it for you and stuff like that. Respect it and just be careful when everything you do, it's not worth getting hurt over falling out of a tree or anything like that. Well, final question from me, Logan. What are you most thankful for? What am I most thankful for? Yes, sir. I'm I'm most thankful for just the, I'm most thankful for God's creation. First of all, I'm most thankful for my family at the same time. But just just being able to wake up every morning is a blessing, though. Good answer. We hear that a lot, and and you hit the nail on the head with it for sure. Logan, I I really do appreciate you taking the time out to come on. Well, I really we're, appreciate y'all having me tonight, too. We're going to go back around here, man. I hope you have a fantastic season. I hope you get you another spot in the shoot and go win you another truck next year. Yes, sir. Well, I wish the same for y'all, too. I, I can't thank y'all enough for having me tonight on here. Cody, what you got? No, I just appreciate you taking time to come talk with us. I know um, I know it had to be exciting. I know you were super nervous a lot going on that day, so we definitely wanted to get you back on here and get the full story. So appreciate you coming on with us. and. Yes, sir. Well, I'd love to do that. I appreciate it.
So, Logan, you're going to have to come back and visit us again when you go up to Illinois and smoke a big one, or uh, maybe we can get you to drive up here to North Georgia sometime and visit with us. I'd, I'd love to do it. Are you going to Illinois with your bow? Yes, sir. I am. What kind of bow are you shooting up there? I'm, sh- I'm shooting the uh, it's the Matthews. Uh, I think it's the Z. Uh, it's three letters. I VXR. forgot what it's called. Yes, sir. That's exactly what it is. Where's your bow it's, it was actually my dad's bow. My dad got it a year ago, and he hadn't shot it at all. He just let me use it. So I'm going to start shooting that this season. Where's your bow shop down there, Logan? It's Power Equipment Outdoors. Will Rousey runs it. And he's a, he's a, he's, I mean, he's the best bow mechanic I know. He does a great job, too. Uh, that's who does all my, cuts my arrows, does everything for me. Is that in uh, Madison? That's in Tipton. Okay. Cool. Logan, we appreciate you taking the time to come and be with us, and I just wanted to say that the humble approach that you have as such a young man, it it should be inspiring to anyone around you. Keep that as you go along through school and as you continue to grow in your Mm -hmm. life. I mean, you're a young man that's got the world at your feet, um, and if you keep that humble approach that you have for yourself, you'll you'll go far, and and we're cheering for you up here uh, at Talk About It Outdoors. We're excited to see uh, where you go. And what you do next, because the, the future is going to be bright for you. And you just keep that passion and, and keep doing what you're doing. And I'm I'm uh, excited to watch you and uh, give old Jared a call. I bet you'll I bet you'll find some fun there. I can and if you need his number, just get with us. We can uh, we can hook you up with his contact information. I, I will. And thank y'all again so much for to everything y'all said. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Logan, you got anything you want to any any final shout outs or uh, words of wisdom you want to share with us before we let you go? Just just stay in the sand as much as you can this season. That's Especially awesome. When it's cold. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, keep it up and uh, good luck this season. We'll be talking to you soon, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it so much. Y'all have a good one. All right, thanks, Logan. All right, everybody, Logan Crossing, 2021 G-O-N truck buck winner. And he ain't much on words, but he's got plenty of wisdom in that little 19-year-old mind. God. He's way more mature than I was. He's way more mature than I am now. Killing giants. Biggins. Hammer. I think we're going to have to get us a lease down there. Down around Tifton or somewhere? Somewhere down that way. Golly. <laughs> I was hammering on some big bucks. It's been crazy what big deers came out of Georgia. And we just hop, skip, and a jump right on up to Illinois to chase them. Is that hard south or is that more like south? Oh, no, that's, that's hard south, straight down 75. Well, actually, I was just looking at that. Rebecca's about 45 minutes south of Macon. So, Rebecca so about three down. hours from us. Roughly. Two Tifton's, hours from Macon. Tifton's yeah. a stroll. He's 45 minutes north of Valdosta. He's down there. Mm-hmm. That's where he grew up at. There's been big deer killed on that south east corner that way. Southeast, south, well, anywhere south of those Macon peanut down fields, there. though, hold big, mature whitetails. And you wouldn't think it because they don't eat peanuts. Well, they eat them once they crop up, I reckon. Once they flip yeah. them up out of the ground. I mean, they'll eat them, eat them that way. And I, it's just that black dirt down there that grows food plots and everything. They else. eat them peanuts, son. <laughs> yeah, that SWI is <laughs> full of loaded. them. They're roasted, though. <laughs> Well, this oh, probably this roasts right. as hard as it's been. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you they are. Well, it's uh, that was a fun episode. I, I appreciate him coming I could on. see that boy calling Jared and getting – I wish he would. He I, mean, I wish he would too. He got to start. He got to start by himself, but he got to start talking about it outdoors. I have to remember that. 
<laughs> may come back 10 years from now and say them boys invited me on their show and and i met you that way and and i guarantee you him and jared would hit it off on on a road oh, yeah, absolutely they'd be on a stroll together so for everybody here at talk about it outdoors want to appreciate you tuning in on another amazing episode um we do have a, a we've got a pretty interesting shoot you straight question for tonight and uh, i think we need to drop that one so let's hit it This week's Shooting You Straight segment is brought to you by Williamson Brothers Barbecue of Camp. Stop in off exit 16A of Highway 575 or call 770-345-9067 for all of your barbecue and catering needs. This Shooting You Straight question comes from Zach Sims. He wants to know, with Georgia now staying in daylight savings time year-round, so we'll have more daylight hunting during the rut in the winter months. How is that going to change how you guys are going to hunt in the evenings? What do you think, Nick? Well, first off, me and Alex had this conversation yesterday. I had no idea that Georgia had changed that law that we're going to be doing daylight savings time. I learned that today. Did you? Um, very interesting because we've been complaining about that. Now, if we went back to our coon hunting days, we'd be ticked off about it. That's right. And there's probably a lot of coon hunters that are going to be ticked off coming in the winter months. Um, change my strategy. I don't, I don't think it's probably going to change a whole lot. It, it it might make me get in the stand an hour later. Um, but I couldn't see where, I mean, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to sit there till dark either way. So I don't really see how that would change me. How about you? I don't think it's going to change because usually when deer season's around, I don't go necessarily on time. I go on when is it getting dark and then adjust my schedule accordingly. So it doesn't really matter the – I mean, I don't really think it's going to change much for me. I can tell you what it's going to change for me. I'm going to be looking for them mornings going to work the next day when I've been hunting through the week to, hey, old boss man, I'm going to uh, be a little later because it's going to make it a lot later to get home with a deer if you take one. I don't know how much – I don't know how much – like I know it's going to be, what, probably seven seven thirty when it gets dark. Yeah, probably. probably. Well, it'd be because probably right closer now it's, to seven. Right when, now, it's back. It, it's backing off, and it's what about eight thirty when it gets dark now. When it moves into the winter solstice, it's going to push it back closer to seven o'clock because you're you're talking six o'clock on old time, and seven o'clock is probably going to be the time frame that it's going to start dropping. I don't. I'm excited for that, and, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times when time changes, time you get off work and you get home, you yeah. really don't have time to get in the woods. I mean, there's been a lot of days. Back when my schedule was different, don't start, Nick. No, 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 I, I wasn't. I, was, I, had, I actually had something to add. That, that I would get home and run by the time you get in the stand, you're like the twilight hour. You're there for like 30, 45 minutes, and you're done. So A plus side to it, though, we can sleep in yeah, a little that bit is, longer. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, that is a plus side to it. So I guess it will not be getting daylight until 7. Yeah, it won't be 6, 6.15 on old time, so – Seven seven fifteen. But I, I don't. At. I don't think it's going to change. I mean, you know, ninety. I'd say uh, maybe not ninety. Eighty percent of your deer is probably going to be moving the last hour of light. Of, dark, of light, anyways, in the first hour of light, typically. That's going to put me to work later. Yeah. <laughs> thing. Any later, no, but, you might as well just stay at home. No, but I, th- I think that's a good question. You know. Oh and, yeah, and, that and is. I, and and a lot of people probably didn't know that was changing, like myself. Well, I can tell you that. 
I'm excited for it after you told me only because it's going to give me an opportunity to be able to come in from work and get in the woods and hunt more through the week. Cause there's, there's days where you don't get in till five because of traffic. Well, when it's prime time in November, I ain't going to the woods at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. I just ain't going to go in there and risk blowing one out where I can get in there at five o'clock and still have two hours to hunt. It's pretty good. You know how Georgia is. It's just, to me, it's all about taking the opportunity and running your cameras. If you're running cameras, especially the cellular cameras, you're going to be able to tell when those deer are moving. And deer ain't got no t- stopwatch on their arm or a time clock on the wall. They know when to move. They know when it's getting dark. They know based on the moon phases they're going to move at that time. Don't matter when it is. And I think that's a good opportunity for us Georgia hunters to get in the woods a little bit more in the evening time. I yeah. love evening hunting, but I've killed my best deer in the mornings. That's when I've killed them. And, and everybody talks about those magical times in the evening. I think if you're on food late season, you probably do have a better opportunity of killing one of those good ones in the evening, and it'll open up doors for us to be able to hunt a little bit. I'm a morning lover. I love mornings. I like to watch the world wake up. Yep, <clears throat> me too. But I find myself hunting more in the evenings. And you got longer to track them with daylight. I just chase that opportunity for those last few minutes. Oh. You know, those last five minutes. I've I've listened back to things I've – I've written down or, or, or spoke on before that those last few minutes of light are some of the most magical opportunities to kill a great buck. So, Or a six-pointer. Yeah. At 30 seconds to go to legal shooting line. There you go. Good question, Zach. Yeah, Zach, thanks for tuning in, man. We appreciate it as always. And thanks to everybody for tuning in, man. We've had a – I tell you what, that's one thing that we've we've – you know, been able to touch on and, and not really talked about a lot, but we met a lot of people over at the GON Outdoor Blast. It was a great opportunity for us to meet people that we've not been able to put faces mm-hmm. to names. You know, we see them on Facebook. When you meet them face-to-face, it's a real humbling experience for us to get to talk to those people. So thanks for everybody for coming out to that. Yeah, and if y'all so, got any kind of feedback, good, bad, negative, whatever, we want to hear it because we love, we love hearing the good stuff, obviously, but we want to hear it all. Because we we are striving to get better. And leave that review on Apple Podcast, Please. Be a contest coming out. This episode will already be going when that contest is running for the month of September. If you haven't already, go over and review this podcast. You can watch the video that Nick made and put on our Facebook and Instagram page about what we're going to be doing and uh, get in and enter it. Don't leave a negative comment. If you got a negative comment, call Alex and discuss this with him. Yeah, I'll be glad to I'll be glad to make it right. If we've done something to offend you, make sure you call me and we'll we'll make it right one way or another. And uh, if you don't like the fact that I'm gonna shoot a hundred and forty inch three year old, well I'm sorry. You're just gonna be upset at me because it's come by. It's over with. Don't, <laughs> don't start. start. Don't, start. don't get started. <laughs> oh my goodness. You only get one opportunity at some chances in life, and you better make the best of them when they're there. So for everybody here at Talk About It Outdoors, we appreciate you tuning in for another amazing episode. I've said it three times already, but we appreciate it. Go follow along with us wherever you can, and we look forward to the future. So Remember, smile as you go, and don't forget to mount the memories.